Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. I'm the coach, Jared Rogel. It has been an absolutely wild offseason for National Pro Fast Pitch, the only professional softball league in the United States of America, these great United States. Today on the show, we'll be talking with the general manager of the Scrapyard Dogs, who has made some huge off-season moves herself from the coaching staff to free agent signings. We'll be talking with the one and only Connie May on today's edition of the Coach Rogue Show. Right back at me. When you get inside the lines, you just have to play. Never do well if you're thinking about all these outside pressures. Our game is like a boxing match. We, we are like two heavyweight you know, boxers in the ring. You're going to give a blow, but you're going to take one, and you've got to give one back. And you just got to stay on your feet until you can get that knockout punch. We want to win every single game we play, but it really is about, you know, growing people up and watching them um, develop the skills that are necessary for successful life. No matter what they choose, they're going to have the tools and the skill set to be successful. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And welcome in. This is TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show. I'm the Coach Jared Rogel. Joining me right now on the phone, as I mentioned there before the intro, the general manager of the Scrapyard Dogs, a team out of the only professional softball league here in the United States, Connie May. Connie, welcome in, and uh, great to have you here for the first time ever. Well, thanks, Jared. I'm glad to be here. So let's jump into this. I mentioned a lot of craziness here in the uh, NPS offseason. Um, teams going out, or team going out, teams coming in, some movement there. Let's start with the international involvement now within the NPS, of course. Chicago Bandits and the NPS reaching a deal with uh, South Carolina to pick up uh, eight of those players. A coach is also coming over now just recently announced the addition of a Chinese team. Just talk a little bit about how important this step is in not only possibly elevating the league itself, but also just helping to grow softball on a global scale leading into 2020. Uh, I think you mentioned it right there. 2020 is the prize, and it's really important for the world to put their best foot forward as far as fast pitch softball is concerned. And you see these countries that are really determined to come in and, and give Japan and Team USA a shot uh, or, a, or a hit. You know, they want to play the best in the world, and the NPF is the place to do that. So you're seeing these countries really put some financial investment and uh, priority into being great, and that's what you're seeing. So Team Australia, obviously, prior to seeing that another international team in Japan would, I mean, sorry, in China would come in, you know, they're they're going, hey, we got to get better and to play the be the best, we got to play the best. And so they're getting in here, and, you know, hopefully there's only so many times we're going to let them see Monica, but um, I'm sure that's one of the things they want to make sure they get a chance to do. Al, one of the things I mentioned is a lot of moves made by you, made by Scrapyard Dogs this offseason. Let's start with the coaching staff, um, one, one of the greatest coaches ever in the game, and Jerry Glasgow coming down to be the head coach of the Scrapyard Dogs. He brings in uh, Coach Jimmy Kalaitis as well. Um, Joe Guthrie from Bucknell coming in also. Let's talk a little bit about the move to go out and get Jerry Glasgow and, and what all went into that decision-making process to bring him in. 
Um, Jerry's just a super dynamic individual. He brings uh, personality. He brings uh, a little bit of a camaraderie with the girls in that, you know, he comes from a travel ball level. So he's seen it from from the travel ball level to the highest ranks of the college level. He's actually, in the most recent history, I think it's been happen, it's happened once before, but he actually won the regular season and the NPF College Cup championship with the pride. And so when we look at it, he's very close by, which makes it logistically good, um, in addition to the fact that he's experienced in how he knows, he knows these players. He's seen them as they've come through all the way probably from 12 and under, if I had to guess. So um, just, just knowledgeable, very passionate. Um, you, you won't hardly uh, equal him in his passion and desire to win. So for our kids, you know, we've got kids that, that are really, really fierce competitors, and he will definitely take that, nurture it, and they will be very equally yoked in that fashion. So the other addition that you didn't mention is Mike Sturald from Chicago. So if you take Mike and you bring in Jerry, we have the most um, winningest coaches in the history of the NPF collectively on our staff. So for us, I felt like that was an area that we really could improve on. Um, in our staff last time we had Hav who was in there and he was really good, Rachel really good, and then we just felt like we needed a little bit more experience as far as um, in the depth of the players in addition to competitive on the field for the MPF. And when you look at some of the fallout of getting a guy like Coach Glasgow in there, it leads to obviously players wanting to come in, veteran players wanting to come in. You go out after that, you pick up Aletha Dollar, Miranda Kramer. Talk about how you feel these two are, are going to be on this squad and, and just your overall expectations for them coming into this team. Well, Goler, Goler has got just an immense amount of longevity in the league. She's uh, extremely experienced, very balanced. A lot of the players really, really like her. She knows just about everyone. Um, she's going to be very solid to add to, you know, Monica's tenure and things of that nature. So, for us, Goler, Goler was a no-brainer. I think she's also very, very close with Coach Glasgow. So, when she became available, it was a real easy sell. Kramer, um, Kramer shuts down the pride. So, there's really only one way to make sure that between Monica and Kramer, I think we'll be pretty successful with those matchups. And she's, she's just our kind of player. She's hard knocks. I mean, she's pit bull kind of kid, wants to get, on, get in the circle, give me the ball, give me the ball, and, and to compliment Monica with that. Even though they're both lefties, I think they're very dynamically different. So, um, you know, we just want to win, and matchups are going to be key. So I think we have the dynamic of every kind of matchup that we could possibly need to compete against whatever team is out there, and those two were key to doing that. One of, one of the things that we heard in the intro there was Jackie Joseph, uh, obviously Hall of Fame head coach, and, and, I mean, her credentials speak for themselves, but we heard Coach Joseph there in the intro draft mention that it's also about preparing kids for life on, on that level. You know, some of the NPS teams we've seen offer, you know, front office jobs to the players to, to help them out even more and, and, you know, just gaining overall life skills and also being able to help keep them in the game as well. You've done that down there with Marisa Myers, a couple other players. Just talk about how important it is to be able to get those players involved in scrapyard sports as a whole. 
Well, Scrapyard Sports is a state-of-the-art facility. We have 10 all-turf fields already. Um, we're adding to that a 15,000-square-foot academy. Um, our focus, and mine for sure today happens to be the anniversary of signing Monica Abbott, but is to make sure that these athletes, if they choose to play professional fast, they can do it. And, and when they decide to go out into the real world and, world and into life, that's their decision, but it's not because they're forced to. So if we're able to create an environment, obviously we have the template here that we can give these, these ladies opportunities, both coaching, training, uh, marketing. We've partnered with NSR, which is National Scouting Report. That is a huge partnership for us, especially on the softball side, to make sure that these ladies can go out, evaluate talent. So if you're an NSR athlete, you're going to have, I mean, potentially even Monica Abbott coming to one of your games to, to scout you. Um, We've got players from all over wanting to come. So right now, Narice is here already. Christy works with our travel team, the Scrapyard Dog Fast Pitch travel team. Um, we've got Alexis Chip Bennett. She'll be here this weekend. So she's going to be a full-time staff member. And you combine that with the ability to have our media team do all of your videos, partner that with NSR to get you in front of the college coaches, partner that with the ability for us to run our own events that we host, we manage, we structure, and we put the, the trainers and the facilitators in place. It's just a no-brainer. I think um, this will open up opportunities for athletes that play this game in a lot of ways. We're going to have um, CrossFit training. Lexi Bennett, who was one of our signees who decided not to play last year, uh, she just texted me this morning, and she got a, her uh, – she's approved now to be a trainer for CrossFit. So in about 90 days, we anticipate this next phase of the project going up. And, you know, with that, and then we've got baseball out here. It's just this place is so dynamic, and it's got so many opportunities. It's a blank canvas, and I think that we're putting the brush to it and, and getting some really good things going out here. Definitely some excellent partnerships. So, I'll, I want to go back to something you said before we – Talk a little bit more about um, the deal. You brought up that it is the anniversary of, of course, signing Monica Abbott. What within the last year? What have you seen from the just overall fallout of, and obviously a good fallout from signing her to that deal that she was signed to, being the first million dollar contract for professional softball, and and just. What, what do you think that that has done for softball in general over the last year? Uh, I believe it's given the younger athlete the ability to say, hey, maybe this is an avenue we can take. Um, I believe there's been athletes before that probably should have garnered that, and Monica is our most current one that definitely deserves it. Um, it, it just says, yes, I can. Uh, I don't know if you saw on our social media. Um, I mean, obviously everybody saw the Audi commercial in Super Bowl, and that just struck me. And I've been doing everything I can, and Monica as well, to say, hey, we need to, we need to support that move. That, that wasn't necessarily a move that the world was embracing. And, and I'm sure that maybe not all 50%, but the majority of the male population probably is like, what's the big deal? You know? But for females that really, really work hard and compete hard, I mean, and train hard, that's an incredible statement for Audi to get out there and do. So uh, we tried to cut a deal with them, and, and we had missed the deadline for them as far as they were doing their stuff in November, and we didn't know about it till January. So um, I said, hey, let's just do it. So by us partnering with these large corporations, um, 
hopefully it starts the process of, you know, if Audi's the first, then that's awesome. And they come back and they start supporting the MPF. And we just have to continue to not just ask. Like for me, it's, hey, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go get this before you ever give us a dime. So Audi didn't give us anything. I just said, hey, let me tell you, this is how committed I am to what you said. And if we can get more female athletes doing those kinds of things, what you'll find is you'll find more corporations willing to go put that step forward. Then what you see is salaries start to go up. I mean, it's just it's a snowball effect, and it just takes one or two really key moves. I think Audi did that. Um, I did that with Monica, maybe trading the Audi. I, got a, I actually got an email from the president of Audi USA or Audi America, and it, I know I was stunned. I got it on Monday, <laughs> and – he was just very grateful. He was he saw our, our uh, social media that we put out that video and and I was like, yeah, let's keep going, you know, because it's going to take those kinds of partnerships and the creative people at the top. Once we get that going, it's going to go in the right direction. It's only going to take a few of us to really really put an impact on that, and then the ball starts rolling and we and we take off. So hopefully everybody out there endorse Audi for what they've done and many of the partnerships. I mean, the NPF has so many vendors that that already support it and and they don't make any money back you know it's important that we go out there and we step out and look two times you now they're involved um i actually used that product this past week i was so sore <laughs> and it worked and i was like okay i'm so sore i'm gonna go put these on put them on i'm like holy cow that's amazing so you know these corporations that are really stepping forward and doing things we need everybody on board male female doesn't matter. Let's get out there and let's support the people that support the game and the female athlete, no matter what sport they play. And what you're going to see is you're going to see some serious growth in the ability of women to actually compete and do this full time. And that's my focus. That's my goal. From the time I coach a little 12 year old kid to Monica, I, I want them if they choose to play fast pitch softball as their life and their career and their passion, they can. Oh, with, with all that said, I want to go back to an article that was put out oh, maybe a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago now, by an NPF player, Emily Allard, and it focused around corporations not owing anything to, to sports or, you know, to professional softball in general. Your thoughts on that, and what do you think it is going to take for, you know, what, what do you think the biggest thing is that softball can do to attract these larger corporations that don't seem to, you know, be getting the message that, one, and biggest, these are true role models that are in this league. I think staying in a positive approach is always good. We definitely don't want to slam the door in anyone's face put it very, very well. She wasn't saying, hey, I want you to give me something. I want to earn it. Um, and so the doors are opening and the, and the eyes are opening around the world. And it, we just have to stay strong. If we stay strong and, and when we do find an Audi that puts their self out there, is, that is a massive corporation that is up and coming. The product is amazing. When we find something like that, we have to have everyone get on board so that they go, wow, and then guess what happens? Maybe it's Coke next. And Coke says, wow, look what happened when Audi went out and supported the female athlete. You know, it's just, it's the money. I mean, I run a business, so it's return on investment. 
If they're going to put an investment out there, how much are they going to get back out of it? And that's a business bottom line. There's only so many people out there that out of the passion of their heart is, are going to dump money into something that never pays back. Rich people get rich for a reason. And the reason they're rich is because they make good, strong, wise investments. So for us as a, as a sport, as a uh, gender, if we go say, hey, Audi, you, I want you to see a spike in your uh, bottom line because you did that commercial and you stepped out. So they didn't put it in a sport, but I guarantee you if they see a return, you think about what it took to put that video on the Super Bowl. What is that? It's a male-dominated world with male owners, male GMs, male athletes, male trainers, and they said, hey, what about the female? Right in the middle of the largest stage with the largest marketing dollars, if we don't all get on board and do what we're supposed to do for that, we can't anticipate anyone else ever getting on board. They definitely didn't give it to us, but they put it out there and said, hey, who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? That's we're gonna, huge to me. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this break, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the NPF draft, the pitch that Scrapyard was able to leave Nashville with, including being able to get the number one overall senior in the TCRS position for position list, which came out back in January. This is TCRS, the Coach Roadshow. We're right back at this. I think this team does a great job of making every member on the team feel valuable, understanding that everybody in, in the lineup or on the bench is, is contributing to this program. They all have a job that day, whether it be, you know, writing a chart, being the pinch runner, or starting in center field, whatever it is, everybody has a job and they're all equally important. Nowadays in athletic, we just celebrate the victors and we don't realize really the victors are sometimes the ones who have put their heart and soul into an endeavor and maybe they did come up short, but you know what? They learned some valuable lessons along the way and then later on in life, it's going to serve them well. I want a team that's a accountable to each other and, and not to the coach. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back here on TCR the Coach Roadshow, joined by Connie May, General Manager of the Scrapyard Dogs. Connie, as I mentioned there before, the great Scrapyard Dogs were able to leave Nashville with some great players, um, including the number one overall senior from our show's position-per-position position list in Morgan Zirkel from Marshall. Recap the draft for us, um, including the trade that nobody saw coming. <laughs> well, we didn't really see it coming. Um, <laughs> but Morgan Zirkel is so dynamic. I think we have three of our draftees were on your top ten. So um feel like whoever voted that, and I'm sorry I'm, I'm not educated to know who did that, but I feel like we were on spot on. So, um, yeah, so Morgan's a great, great, great ad. She's been super excited in the talks we've had. Um, we've had some video go out to the kids that have uh, been able to do that. And so the draft, we went into the draft. Obviously, our, our roster is really strong. So with the expansion of our our league where we're allowing 26 rostered players in, in lieu of 23, our focus was we need athletes, athletes that can come in and make a difference. So we had tons. I mean, I, I'm sure Galen will tell you, we had tons of athletes on our list. And it just came down to 
who is available, who has the greatest impact on what we do, and then who's going to be the best teammate. So by the time we got to the, the draft time, I had added a person to our list that we didn't have an extra pick for. And I said, okay, here's the thing. If everything goes the way it looks like it's going, we need another pick. Um, had talked to Scott Smith with the charge, and he was wondering what he was going to do with an additional pick. And so um, I figured he'd probably want a, a pitcher. He, I knew he had some uh, Team USA pitchers and Team Mexico pitchers. Talked to him, and we worked out a deal. And so I grabbed Gourley. Who would not want to have Gourley? It's not that I didn't want her. I don't want her to feel like that. <laughs> I, I needed the additional pick. So, um, you know, it was just like game day decision, uh, wrote it up, found out later. Sherry's like, I could barely read the writing. She thought Scott wrote it. I was like, no, I wrote it. That's my chicken scratch. So um, <laughs> it, it ended up being good. She, she went through it. I don't know if it showed that she was a little confused what I wrote down because I'm not sure if they've ever had a draft day trade, but happens in other sports all the time. And um, we felt like we, we weren't sure we wanted to – he didn't want to give up that pick just straight away. We weren't sure we needed one. So um, as we saw the first picks go down, we had a feeling of uh, being able to get literally exactly the players that we wanted. And we did. So, um, and I know Scott did. He, he was very, very thrilled with his uh, draft results. Um, for us, it's creating, I mean, so Team USA is not in the league, but I feel like we're getting really, really close to putting together some athletes and that are going to be the ones committed uh, committed to bringing home the gold in 2020. So for that purpose, um, Ali Aguilar, Flippin, you know, just Zirkle, it's a no-brainer to have those kids and now have them with the toughest schedule being able to start competing together. And what we're hoping for is more and more partnerships with Team USA and around the globe too. But, I mean, my focus, I'm an American, so I want Team USA to win. And, um, you know, I just want – I want to see Team USA go in there. My my goal would be to have Team USA run roll everybody. I mean, run roll every single game. I don't even know if they have a mercy rule, but if they had one, that's what I want to happen. That would be great. So, I'm right there with you. I agree. All I know. I think, I think every American is. But, I mean, I, I applaud the other countries getting in. I think it's softball league would be fantastic. I mean, the draw for that, the um, – I mean, you Can have you to imagine really have, the travel costs for you all, though? Yeah, but think about it. We're already spending a ton of money now. The easiest thing is, is exactly <laughs> what exactly what Australia did, came in and partnered, exactly what that Beijing team did, came in. Um, you, you're finding the, the national governing bodies for these countries are starting to up the ante. And it, we've got to up the ante as Americans as well. And so we already have the NPS. What better way to do it? I mean, we already have it. So yep. the Charge and the Dogs are fully committed to Team USA. I mean, obviously, I have somebody from the Netherlands. He has a player. I have Canada, Netherlands, and Team USA. Scott has um, Team Mexico and Team USA. So um, I believe you're going to see when the Olympics get here, the talent that's going to be on the field and the competition that's going to be there is going to be second to none. And hopefully because we've prepared them through the national pro fast pitch league. So it's just a no brainer what the world needs to do. And if we can keep Audi and two times you and Louisville slugger and three and two and Boomba and all the people that support the league. And I'm sure I'm missing a ton Rawlings Wilson. I mean, no disrespect, but I mean, just getting all those companies on board, it's just huge. It's huge for us. So 
Um, I'm excited about the upcoming season. I'm thrilled with our draft. Uh, I just love what the corporate America is starting to do for the female athlete. It's just everything's going in the right direction. So let's talk about the season. Connie, let everybody know when your first home game is going to be and, and how they can get tickets to come see you all play and also how they can watch on MPF TV all season long. Yeah, MPF TV is going to carry all of, all of the MPF games again this year. Uh, we don't have a full TV presence. I would encourage anyone in the TV world and industry that you're about to get one of the best products out there. So, you know, maybe somebody should step up and do that. But for now, uh, I know that there's going to be a lot of commitment by all the teams to put a very, very good product out with streaming. We, we were not such a good product last year, but I assure you that the quality will be upgraded this year. Um, our first home game is June 10th. Uh, it's versus the charge. So they're coming over from San Marcos. And hopefully we can wallop them a couple times um, here. But on, on the ScrapyardDogs.com website, you can get all of our ticket packages. We're, I'm actually sitting out at the field right now. We've got some new construction going on. Some really exciting things are about to happen around the stadium. And I encourage anyone that wants to just see the state-of-the-art, never-seen-before type environment that we've created out here at Scrapyard Sports, get some tickets. Come on out. Kanye Wilson, really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today here on the Coach Road. Now, one last question before we let you go, and and before I'm gonna ask, before I ask you that, I'll piggyback off of the uh, off of the TV things. Listen, if the NWSL can get a three-year deal on Lifetime, there's no reason why the players in National Pro Fast Pitch should not be on every single person's television in this country and around Agreed. the world. So with that said, one last question for you. What, in your opinion, overlooking this year and, you know, next couple years, what is the one biggest thing that you think the NPS needs to do to help elevate the league even more for these players? What is the one thing NPS can do? I think they work tirelessly now. Um, I think this world connection is big. Um, in my mind, it would be find those people interested in the league and let's make some regional dynamics whereby we cut significantly the amount of money it takes to run a team and still keep the competition high. And I think we can do that, with, especially with these national and international teams coming in. They can actually go to a venue. And, you know, maybe we start to have – a Little League World Series type format where, you know, we'll intermingle play maybe. I mean, there's so many things you can do, but they, they work tirelessly there in the office as we do out here. Um, just getting the word out maybe. Let's, let's find those corporate backers and make sure that when we do find somebody that's eager that we reach out and support them and not just sit there with our hand out. Listen, Connie, as I said, it's been great having you on. Definitely appreciate it. All the best to you and the Scrapyard Dogs this season. We'll be looking forward to seeing all of the Houston Scrapyard Dogs down in Baton Rouge for the Colts oh, yeah. for the Colts Cup Championship Tournament. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. And go dogs. This has been TCRS, the Coach Road Show. Make sure y'all click on the dogs Facebook link in the description of the show. Make sure you like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, uh, the Instagram link is also in the description for the show. And make sure you all get out and support these great athletes in National Pro Fast Pitch. Until next time, 
Later times, everybody. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolor paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how.